Welcome back to the Captain's Run with the great Cameron Smith. We're here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Now, Smithy, this next topic really gets me blood boiling. Yes. I tell you what, if it was back in the day, I'd write a letter to someone angrily and I'd say, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Rise in sin bins for 2023. 44 yep. sin bins from the opening seven rounds compared to just 28 in 2022 wow. and 16 in 2021. Of the 44 sin bins this year, 29 were for foul play with 26 of those charged by the match review committee. Mm. Um, the NRL head of football, Graham Annesley, defended the rise. The players have to comply. One of the frustrating things from an administrative point of view is that we still see players making decisions that are not necessarily in their best interest or the best interest of their team in hope they'll get away with something. What do you reckon, Smithy? Because I reckon well, a lot. Yeah, well, listen, I, I think it's got out of hand, no doubt. And the impact it's having on our game... Um, is huge. I don't think a lot of people at the top, as in our administration, understand the impact it, it has on the games. Certainly from a fan's point of view, and I, you know, I sort of get around junior rugby league um, areas of the Gold Coast, and you know, in my travels, like through airports, and even at the at the stadiums, like pre-game and all that, like fans are coming up to me and just with frustration talking about you know, um, the situation we have with sin binnings and how many there are and, and, and how easily, how easily players are being put in the bin right now. Mm. I'll just jump to the, the, the comments from Graham Ennersley though. Oh. Like now he's, he's, he's head of football at the NRL and I can understand him coming out and, and, um, defending the position of sin bins and, and the amount that we've seen over the, the first seven rounds of the competition because th that's his job. All right. That's his job to do that because, and, and, but at the same time, he also come out and defended just, just on the weekend, he defended the penalty blown against Tyson Frizzell for hair pulling. So do you understand what I'm, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like that, that's just as his position, as his role of head of football at the NRL, he has to defend the referees and, and the game that we're watching right now. Everyone, every single person that has seen that tackle from Tyson Rizal on Jerome Luai, they they know that's not a penalty. Mm -hmm. But still, Graham Ennisley stands in front of the cameras and in the media and defends that it was the right decision. It wasn't. It, it was a ridiculous decision to penalise him. Mm. But anyway, back to the sin binning stuff. I just think that, and I made the comment um, after the Storm uh, Manly game on the weekend, that I I feel as though... Our officials, they're, they're jumping at shadows at the moment with all this hip drop stuff at talk at the moment, um, you know, late shots, which some are blatant and very black and white that people need to go to the sin bin. And, and players are aware of it. They're, they're aware in particular of the late shot. Um, you know, when halves go to the line and pass the ball and after they've let go of the footy, you, you whack them in the back, like they, they know that that's a sin binning offense, but yet players are still doing it. when the black and white stuff I'm okay with. But when we're just, when we're sin binning players, just, it looks like for the sake of it, right? It just, it's extremely frustrating. And you see, you see how quickly games change, mm. how games change when teams lose um, a player, like perfect example on the weekend, 
Uh, Tino, big Tino Fatasul Malawi from the Titans. He gets Sinbin. I think the Broncos went and scored three tries. Mm. Now, they, they may have gone on and won that game in the end anyway if he stayed on the field, but that just shows the impact that it has on, on footy sides and how quickly it happens. Mate, I, I honestly couldn't agree more. There's a, there's a couple of things here that, that really frustrate me. First of all, for him to come out and say the players have to comply, one of the frustrating things from an administrative point of view is that we still see players making decisions that are not necessarily in their best interest or the best interest of their team in the hope they'll get away with something. I'd, look, maybe Graham's played rugby league before. Maybe he has. That is such a blanket statement. When you're in the heat of the battle, do you really <laughs> think a lot of these blokes are consciously thinking... Oh, you know what? No. I'm just going to do something stupid here, and 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 they won't see it. And they won't see it. Now, look, are there <laughs> some players that do stupid things for sure? And I just think it's an out of touch. And I look, I just want to say, Graham Ainsley has a tough job, and I think we yep. both agree it's a tough job. He's got the pressure of the media, the players, and he's just from his perspective, his intentions are good for sure. Uh, there's no denying that. But I just think it's an out of touch comment to make because, mate, on the weekend, the player nearly got si- so. Uh, so someone got ran off the ball, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Spencer Linu was in the bin before the ref even knew what happened, and it took a Penrith Panthers captain's challenge to stop him going to the bin. Yeah. And you're telling me that it's all just the players making these bad calls. Like, oh, the players need to just pull their heads in. It's like, what? Yep. I, with that, I feel like saying, mate, maybe you guys get stuff wrong, and maybe we get stuff wrong. Let's, let's meet, like, halfway. Yeah. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. Um, and so I just think that the sin bins, the invo- like, so people go, okay, well, players should learn, rah, rah. The environment has, in- has changed. So the impact of the sin bin is now different. So two years ago, there were 16. So the impact or basically what you're getting sent off for or sent for 10 was even to other things. Mm. Now, is it even that I late shot by 0.05 of a second to nearly kill someone with a swinging arm. Yes, they're the same punishment. Mm. Doesn't I'm with sense. you, mate. I'm with you. I'm I'm completely with you. And they've clearly, they've clearly changed, like their their thinking and of what is a sin binning offence and what's not over the last two years, because to go from 16 mm-hmm. to 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 44. Quite a significant change. Mm-hmm. Quite a significant change. And uh, and what's why have they done that? That's that's probably the the main reason why they do they do they feel as though it wasn't a a clean game that we were playing two years ago. Yeah, I didn't really see too much wrong with the game that we were watching in twenty twenty one. I thought it was a fantastic game that we were watching, mate. And and and, I and like I said at the moment, and I think I made these com I made these comments last week. I've I've never seen our sport, I've never seen our sport, the NRL, actively, actively, which goes to your point with the Spencer Lenu thing, looking to penalise its players. That's what it looks like we're doing. Instead of refereeing the game and just letting it flow and then, you know, um, acting on things that happen as it happens, it's like where... Someone, someone, someone's on the ground. Oh, someone must have must have done something illegal. Yeah. Um. Yep. Or he just grazed his face. That's a penalty. High contact. Now nah, you can go to the bin for that. Like it's just, it's it's not what our game is. It's not what our game has been for the last 120 years. Yep. It really isn't. And and just the, the Spencer Lenny one was such a perfect example, 
like how quick he was to go, boom, 10 in the yeah. bin. Gone. It's like, it was almost like he was waiting for an opportunity to see in someone. Yeah. And it's just like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I, and like, what's frustrating is I feel like when, when we say this stuff, people think we fall on the side of like, ah, the game needs to be tough like the old school, take each other's heads off and rah, no. rah. Absolutely no, no. not. We are no. players. We have, like, especially yeah. yourself, mate, you've been through, you know, four, mm. over 400 games, but we're the ones that got our bodies damaged from the game. So if anything, we should care the most about the players' yeah, that's right. safety. Yeah. Um, so I just, th- these sin bins, if they're going to do it this much, if this is the new normal, they've got to bring in a five-minute sin bin or something. Like it, mm. Or they stay off the field to the set's end and because games are just completely changing. Like yeah. Change the whole yeah. game. And, and and yeah, I just yeah, it's it's alarming really. That's what it is. It's mm. it's alarming the amount of people that are going to the sin bin. And I echo your your words there, mate. About um, we're, we're not saying let's go back to the dark days mm. where it's swinging arms and ripping hair. Like we've seen that vision um, <laughs> of like a game. I think it was back in the seventies, uh, trying to tear each other's <laughs> yeah. heads off. But uh, like it, we we know the game has come a long long way since then. And we understand you know, about player welfare and player safety and all that sort of stuff. I, I just think that 10 minutes in the sin bin should be reserved for um, foul play, mm. okay, um, intentional foul play, uh, and and also like careless and reckless um, actions, yeah. particularly like tackles. Mm. So swinging arms where you hit someone like clean in the face, completely agree with that. Mm. Hitting blokes in the back. Um, late, completely agree with that too. Yeah. But we're seeing a lot of like these small, small incidents where the referees are just, they're so quick to, to pull the trigger on the 10 minute sin bidding. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's alarming. And, and the, the tough thing is, is that if it was just one thing that we were getting sin bin for as players or, or whatever, you go, all right, look, this is just a major crackdown. They're trying to get rid of one thing, but mm. it's like, I mean, I, I saw the other week. I think it was yeah, yeah, the Paddy Carrigan one where he just gave Tino a little, little, little tap on his on oh, his head. Yeah, little tap on his head. Yeah, it was a penalty, and it's like, what are we doing? We're playing rugby league here. We're not yeah. playing. It's a tough sport. It's a tough sport, and it like a little bit of banter, a little bit of niggle. Like, what, what do we want? Do we want ratings, or do we want the the, the most boring mm. games ever? Anyway, it's just. Yeah. Anyway, text us in 0457-736-736. Are me and Smithy dinosaurs, do we need to move with the game? Or do you think the sin bins are getting a little bit too much? Because uh, for me personally, it's, it's oh, just... we do. Oh, mate, it's definitely getting... And I think, like, I just think it's being underestimated, like, from... Okay, I get from a rest perspective, they're just getting directives from above. Yep. But it's not being appreciated enough that... This is the livelihoods of all of these players. Losing games is catastrophic. Like it's yeah. it's not a small deal to lose a game. Can't be, and mate, not just players like coaches. Like look at the situation Anthony Griffin's in right now. Yeah, like yeah. if he has a couple of if they have a couple of um, cheap sin binnings going against the, themselves or the, the Dragons and they lose, like that could be his job gone. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So just oh, anyway. Um, now uh, I've got plenty of text here, Smithy. Hey, boys, does this mean the five-minute sin bin will make a return? Uh, what do you reckon? I, I, think, I, think that then, I think that just creates more drama for us. Because if we bring that back and then someone gets five for an incident and then the game after on the same night or the same weekend gets 10-minute 
10 minutes for something similar, then we'll be up in arms about that. Well, he got five and then yeah. he got 10. Why is that? Leave it at 10. Leave it at 10. Well, the, the only thing, the only th- reason why I'd say bring in five is if, if we are going to continue down this track of 44 sin bins, mm. at least we soften the blow of maybe 20 of them. You yeah. know, like, but I agree with you. In a perfect world, let's just stop sin bin and blokes as much and make the 10 minutes in bin about stuff that actually should be 10 minutes in the bin. That's it. That's uh, my point, mate. That's my point. For sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, hey, boys, uh, add to your point. What can the NRL do to milking like what happened to Butcher and Nia Corto? Uh, um, what do you reckon, Smithy? Um, well, I'll, it's a hard one because, you know, you, you sort of you don't want to be saying blokes are lying down. Um, for no reason, and and sort of questioning whether they are legitimately injured, but but I'll I'll be honest. Over the last you know few weeks, in particular, I've seen a lot of guys lay down for penalties, and then as soon as there's a penalty um, blown, or if the referee walks over and says, "Like get up and play the ball or hand the ball over," they just jump up straight away. Yeah, but you know what, Kempi, that's been created by the NRL. Mm-hmm. There's no one else. There's no one else that can take responsibility responsibility other than the game. Yeah, they've they've created this this mess for themselves because they've taught the players that if you get a little graze across the face or just a little slap across the chin, um, that's a penalty. Mm. And they and they know now that. The bunker, if you lie down, bang, straight away, the bunker's onto it. What's happened? Something's happened. Yeah. Someone's done something illegal. Something, someone's broken the rules. Mm. So they just lay down and, yeah. and wait for a penalty. Like, um, <laughs> on the weekend, it, it was I, I had a little chuckle to myself, but, like, Nathan Cleary, <laughs> no. getting, getting, when, he, when he kicked that field goal in, in um, normal time before uh, Golden Point started, he got, a, he got a little slap across the chest. And then laid down and looking for a penalty, and then like there's there's there was something written during the week about oh that 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 could have been I think and Graham Annesley commented on that too on that on that situation he said oh that could have that had the the potential to be a three point field goal like pl- come on please like a little slap across like Nathan took the line on fifteen times before that kick and and got hit by big men mm. and just bounced up mm. like that's what we've created for ourselves that that example there is a prime example yeah you've created that they'd be crazy not to lie down because the goal is to win so you're willing exactly. to do it uh and we're talking about some of the the pound for pound strongest athletes in the country and a little Absolutely. slap across the chest is putting them down on the ground come on now put it this way if there was a try line and he hung an arm out like that you reckon <laughs> he's, he's running t- through it he's running straight through that <laughs> uh we're gonna head to a break after the break we got a thousand more texts to get to we got kaylin ponga returns and we got best hands thanks to schnitz